Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are, are inspired by a new car and a text message. I really enjoyed this episode. I hope you do, too. Welcome to the engine. When you go to buy a car, it's a really interesting experience. If you've ever if you've ever gone and bought a new car, I, I remember when I went and got my my first car, a, a Scion TC, and I was very excited about it. I I was driving a Rav Four and very unfortunately hit a deer on six eighty. I was going about seventy five on the way home, and it was night, and this deer jumped over the center divide, hit the front of my car, and thank God the airbags did not deploy because again I was going really fast. Well, I mean, 75, not crazy, but I was going fast and had the airbags deployed, even though there were no other cars on the freeway, I could have lost control of the vehicle and it could have ended up being really, really terrible. So I pull over, call the insurance. And the next day I roll out, I had had USAA auto insurance and I had recently gotten a a slip from them saying, Hey, you're pre-approved for an auto loan. So I go and I get this Scion TC. I'm pretty excited about it. And I didn't get a flashy one. But, you know, this was back in the day, I think it was 2005 and I get this car and I had never really noticed the car before. And then the second I got it, I started seeing them everywhere. I started seeing them you know, like neighbors around me that had them or seeing them on the freeway, all kinds of places. And so I'm like, God, does everybody have this car all of a sudden? And the answer is no, people didn't have that car any more than the day before I bought it. What happened was that. It's, it's a very well-known psychological phenomenon when you, when you make a big decision or, or, for instance, purchase a car and that car kind of imprints on your brain, then you start seeing that car everywhere. You've brought, it's brought your attention, right? So uh, you might do the same thing with manhole covers. Somebody may not know what a sewer lid is and then you explain to them, oh, this is a lid to a sewer. All of a sudden they start seeing them everywhere because it's registering in their brain as something that has some kind of meaning. If you don't, see those, right? Or if you don't know what it is and you don't know it really has any meaning, you might notice it here or there, but it doesn't matter. For me, getting this car, all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's my car. It had meaning to me. And we have a lot of things like this because you you have your conscious and your subconscious, but what I really like to kind of talk about it as is, is a ghost processor. Okay. So you have all of these things going on in your head that your ghost processor is running that you don't really think about like the car. Now, it's a really frustrating thing at times because although you have to bring the car into your frame of reference. Okay, so for instance, I wasn't thinking about the Scion TC until I went and purchased that car. I physically and and upfront in my brain brought that into my field of view and assigned it value. This is my car now. This is my new car. I'm super proud of it. I'm super excited about it. I love driving it. It's great. That was a conscious decision I made. The ghost processor picks this up and then starts pointing it out everywhere to you where you're like, oh, shoot, there's one. Oh, shoot, there's one. Now, I'm not wandering down the street or driving down the freeway saying, hmm, I wonder how many Scion TCs I can point out. Again, the ghost process is saying, there's one, there's one, there's one. And instead of the the upfront brain, my conscious brain, delivering it to the sub, the ghost processor, it worked the other way around. 
everybody kind of in, instinctively knows this because anyone who has ever broken up with somebody all of a sudden has this heartache and everything they see. Oh my gosh, it reminds me of this or oh my gosh, it reminds me of that. You could see like a keychain, you could see a pair of shoes, you could see a restaurant. Whereas you were passing by these things before and didn't think about them at all. Now you're thinking about them and you're very intensely connecting with them and you're upset about them. And you know, it's it's just one of those kind of rites of passage. If you break up with somebody, most likely that's, and you're upset about it. If you broke up with them and you hated them or whatever, maybe you're not having that experience. But if you broke up with them and you're upset about it, that's something that, that may happen. And it's incredibly frustrating. I, I broke up with somebody when I was in college and I just had these experiences all the time. My ghost processor was just fixated on pointing out little things in my life that reminded me of, of this girl I had dated or, you know, the experience I had. And, and frankly, I started thinking about all of the ways that, that relationships couldn't work or wouldn't work. And I started seeing evidence and it was like, well, that's probably going to be the end of their relationship there. Or look, they're fighting that couple's fighting. They're probably going to break up or like, look at that girl. She's just giving that guy a hard time for, you know, jeans she's wearing, he's wearing or a hard time for the jacket he's wearing and whatever it was. It's not that hard to imagine. But it's one of those things that you need to recognize is your brain's backseat driving. It's not, it's not like I was walking through my life and wanting to see these negative things. I wasn't walking through my life wanting to fixate on other people's relationships and their, you know, unlikely futuristic failure, right? That's just kind of what was happening. That's what my ghost processor was forcing me to do was bringing my attention with a very specific spin to certain situations. And it was really, really frustrating. And I was running today. I was running today and and I was not in a great mood. And, you know, it's very easy to slip into bad moods right now. Obviously, there's so much stress. There's so many variables. There's so many things going on. It's really easy to fall into apathy and despair and frustration and anxiety. And I was running today and just, I was seeing things. It was the exact same thing. Like I'd see a car and be like, hmm, I wonder if that person's happy to have that car now. You know, it's like stock markets drop in or, you know, maybe they lost their job. I kept my processor. I wasn't even thinking about it. My ghost processor was just forcing me down this horrendous rabbit hole. And I got, I got a text from a student, this guy who goes to Akalani's and and he's a senior and I had helped him with his college entrance essays. I hadn't helped him with his SATs, but he'd come to me. He's like, Hey, I heard you're great. These, can you help me? And I was like, yeah, for sure, man. And we wrote these awesome essays about, um, his family being made of immigrants and, and, and just different cultures. And, and it was really, It was really amazing because his text message was that he got into USC and it was so simple. It was like, I got into USC. You're the best. Thank you. And I, I got this text message and I actually started crying. I was just, I was instantly so overwhelmed 
with gratitude for the chance to help this kid. I was so overwhelmed with with just happiness for him. And it was it was one of those things where I was like, oh my God. It was like a shock to my system. It was the same shock as if somebody had just called and broken up with me. It was like this massive shock where all of a sudden something had happened and the focus of my brain went away from finding all the ways that people should be upset in their lives and all of a sudden super focused on the ways that I'm still able to help people. I was able to help the student. I was so excited about it. And his life is going to be different from here on out. And I started, I started thinking consciously about all the other ways I could help students. And I said, I got home. I set up a review from three 30 to five 30. I invited tons of students for free. We played crazy eight people were playing ping pong. We were doing all kinds of stuff and this is all over zoom. And several people were like, man, this is the most human interaction I've had in weeks. And I just felt so gracious for my ability to help people. And it reminded me of the goat processor. It reminded me that although, although it has the ability to steer you, although it has the ability to bubble up little interpretations of the world and other people and situations, and in my case, very negatively spin them, I also have the ability to not listen to it. I also have the ability to force myself to focus on this text message, to force myself to focus on the students I could help. And in doing that, I shut it down. I shut it and I changed it. And halfway through my day, all of a sudden, I was seeing little ways, unconsciously, processor was stopped looking at negative and it was seeing little ways and little things I should be optimistic about little ways I can help people little ways I can improve my life and everybody else's lives and they were just popping up boom 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 left and right and and that's a wonderful thing but it's only wonderful if you can remember that you can do that very frequently, I think people get tied into the idea that all of a sudden they get a new car and shoot, everybody else has the same new car. No. No, they don't. No more people have that car than they did yesterday. It's just what you're allowing yourself to focus on. And let's be clear, you're allowing it. It's almost like the ghost processor suggests it. It's like, hey, look over here. Why don't you look over there? You can say, nope not doing that today. I'm not doing that. So look, we're all down these days. It's incredibly easy to be upset about something. It's incredibly easy to just think of the reasons why things aren't going well. But if you can realize that you have a choice about those decisions, you have a choice to make, you can listen to the ghost processor or you can take control of it and make it focus on whatever you want odds are you got a shot at being happy 
even in the roughest of times. So just think about that next time you're feeling down. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.